Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode. To start the podcast. Uh, hello, hello. Are you there? I'm here over here, over there. <clears throat> God. So today, well, you guys know who I am. You know who that guy is. Do we need yeah. to introduce ourselves, Todd? Maybe we need theme music. What would your theme song be? My theme song. Yeah, if you had a theme song, like what? What song would you take to be your your wrestler entrance to the show? Oh, geez, I never thought about that. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Kind of the the Looney Tunes. Um, yep, Space Jam uh, theme. <laughs> Maybe mine should be this. Hang on. Unscripted, folks. That's what podcasts are all about. Hang on. Hopefully, you hear it here. So you already had one in mind before you? Uh... No, no, I just it just it just came off the top of my head. Of course, you can't hear it, can you? No. <sighs> yeah, those are those are technical difficulties that podcasters usually run into. Going, well, where does this feed into? Well, I've got the music plugged into my mixer here, but what button do I hit so you can hear through the headphones? <laughs> or you can hear through the headphones, but it doesn't record. So people don't realize how tough this can be. Yeah, mind you, uh, a lot of uh, well, Zoom, for example, have a lot of um, units out now that are specifically for podcasting that have all the bells and whistles and things that uh, you would normally need. Um, but they, they are, you know, a few dollars, but they are, they are worth it. They, uh, they're a little more compact. Yep. I just have a mixer. I used to have one of those little teeny tiny mixers and then it kind of crapped out on me, a Behringer one. I, I sent it out for repair. In the meantime, I had bought this other one that actually has XLR outs if I wanted to run it through mains or something. So I can use it for music and for podcasting. So it's kind of a multi-purpose unit. I'm going to try this again here and see if this works. Nope. Yeah, I can hear it. You can hear it? Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. I can't hear it. So what are you hearing, Todd? Yeah. Can you see actually see it too? It's got quite the uh, punchy beat. Yeah, you know what that is? No idea. That's the Ultimate Warrior. 
Oh, his theme song? Yep. Well, you can't reuse someone else's theme song. Well, no. <laughs> or can you? I, I was actually <clears throat> fiddling around on the drums yesterday because mm-hmm. I was listening to... Um, so the last... This coming Monday and past Monday, I did some solo episodes because I wanted to give you some time to breathe with all the crap going on on your end. Right. So I uh, one of the songs that was playing on this Monday's episode, which is already released if you're listening to this episode now, was uh, a song called Inner City Boundaries, which is this rap song from the 2000s. Um, and I was obsessed with that song. I learned how to play the drums to it because it was actually, it was rap, but with a full band. Oh. So it was really good. The drummer was phenomenal. I learned how to play that song. I learned how to rap that song. And then later I wrote my own kind of version of that song. And so I was, but I recorded it on the Ghetto Blaster way back in the day. Right. And I was multi-tracking off a Ghetto Blaster. So, and I was working out the drums again. I'm like, oh, this is cool. So I was mucking around with my drum settings. And I've got something called um, uh, Jungle. Jungle setting on my drum set. Jungle setting? Yeah. So is this like wooden... uh... Or metallic, I don't know. No, it's like jungle, like techno. Like oh, okay. Kind of jungle. So like coconut sounds or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> duk, 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 duk. What is that? That's not a cowbell. No, it's a coconut. Duk, One of my toms duk. is like um like um a maraca or something. And then uh kind of like laser beam sounding shit. Well, anyway, eventually I'm jungle, gonna, jungle music. Eventually I'm gonna send you a send you the the track i'm gonna ask you to play over top of something sure i'll do the bass bass lines and the drums and the vocal send it your way sure sounds good yeah yeah so i got um i was just for shits and giggles i was looking on best buy for uh vr to see looking at getting a cable to link from uh the headset to the pc where i could use some of the steam um vr games like valve i think there's a couple of uh things so when i went on there i went oh look there's a new vr oculus pro i guess it's a new item so a while back um facebook or oculus or they're all the same meta uh they were going to change the price from i think it was 399 for the 256 um and then uh, they said at the end of the month, it was going to be jacked up to, I don't know, it was like five something. It was something ridiculous. <clears throat> um, so I was like, okay, well, then they must be kind of getting uh, close to a new type of headset. So actually, I, I was looking at it, and um, it's it's actually like uh, Best Buy. The... <laughs> okay, so I, I bought mine for $399. Mm-hmm. The new one is... 1999. Wait, say what? Say that again. $1,999. I thought you said. So two so two grand for the new VR headset. Wow. Yeah. So I mean there's there's some differences and and the clarity's better and you know the heat dissipation and all this the comfortability of the straps and but I mean come on, two grand? I paid three ninety nine. There's nothing wrong with the one that I have. You know what? I should you have. You can buy a, a proper gaming computer 
like the highest end for that that number oh i could have bought oh my god three hundred dollars into you know two grand like how many how many i could have bought multiple headsets i should have bought two when when they were on sale yeah but they weren't on sale they were just 399 until yeah. they jacking the price up and why they jacked the price up i don't know i think it was because it was much cheaper than their competition and um i guess they weren't making enough money or something so they just jacked it up and then uh, i guess they they wanted to being the new ones are too grand i guess they had to try and bump it up to the point to where it was like okay well we'll we'll get something that's you know fairly decently priced but still not i mean normally crap electronics goes cheaper as time goes on not more That's expensive the way it's supposed to work yeah so i don't know what this bass backwards marketing thing they did although they probably sold a shitload of them before they switched over i'm writing this down bass backwards bass backwards <laughs> the new bass bass backwards hey i might have successfully uploaded the sean geek and fast right logo onto t public oh I'm not. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not that kind of geek. I'm not good with the the pictures and that sort of stuff. But I think I might have found a way to uh, get that logo up on the T public. And if I can do that, then I can get it up on Redbubble. Which is, if you're Canadian, you'd probably rather buy it from Redbubble. Never heard of them. Uh, well, there. <clears throat> here's the difference between T public and. And I'm not dissing T Public. T Public is probably cheap within the U.S. because it's an American company. Oh, but yeah, their shipping fees. So, for right. example, for a T-shirt, shipping fee was twenty-two dollars to ship one T-shirt. Jeez. And Redbubble was six dollars. Well, uh, shipping is expensive now. Very, very expensive. But they, yeah, I think the the problem is is they do their T-shirts out of the U.S. They don't do their they don't have a separate hub in Canada. I think some of their stuff is cheaper out of Canada because it's out of Canada. Right. But they don't do the t-shirts out of Canada. So, but we did sell a t-shirt. Yeah. You were saying, yep. but it didn't say, it didn't say to who though. Nope. No <laughs> idea. So whoever's listening to this show, obviously yeah. you listen to the show. Yeah. If you bought a t-shirt, <laughs> let me know. Are yeah. you a patron? Patron? Patreon? Patron? We could, we could probably have them on the show. Sure, I'd be up for that. Yeah. So the the VR, I, I mean, I've been actually I've been using these these goggles pretty religiously. I used to play Grand Theft Auto Five and uh, Hitman Two, and what with the goggles? No, no, with um, just normally on on the PC. Yeah, yeah. But since I've got the goggles, I've been playing. Uh, well, I first I, I tried the free games. I one was Bait, which was um, which fishing was a fish, fishing game. Yeah, and I completed it. And then okay. I was like, okay, well, what else have they got? So I just looked up for the top, you know, type fishing game. So I I picked the one that was called Real VR Fishing, uh, Japan, I guess. So <laughs> you've been telling me about it, but I you probably need to share with the audience because I think this is hilarious. What's what's that? <laughs> that you're playing fishing games in VR. Oh yeah, fishing. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Well, the bait one was good because I mean you're sitting on the dock and you're looking around. It's like you're actually sitting there. And the water's rippling like it normally would. And in the distance, you can see the, you know, waterfall going on and all yep. the birds flying above you and stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of cartoonish, but realistic. It's almost like being inside a Bugs Bunny cartoon or one of those, uh, or the viewfinders when I think we talked about that before. Oh yeah. It was kind of 3d yep. and the cartoon is kind of like that. So you're, you're in, you're in that type of a realm. 
So once I was done that, I tried the, the real VR fishing and actually it was a uh, pretty, that it was also really pretty realistic. I've got a couple of uh, fish tanks that I can uh, put my, <laughs> my uh, fish in that I keep uh, like a reef and stuff I can put in there. I can change the background glass and whatnot. Now I'm in a saltwater tank that I have. So I got sharks in there and I've got, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it takes you on the shores. Sometimes it's raining. Sometimes it's thundering. Sometimes it's nighttime. Uh, you can see lights on in the distance. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, it, and it's relaxing. So I mean, if you're sitting there and you you know just kind of want to veg out a bit, you just but you'd have the goggles, the goggles on. on and just kind of watch the yeah. fish. Yeah. Well, you are you the inside the tank? No, no, like swimming around. Like if you looked around. No, no, you're outside of the tank. You're okay. kind of looking looking inside the tank which is fine but then you'll you'll go on uh either a boat when you're out fishing uh different locations uh, you can do the fishing with the bobber or you can do it with the spinners and stuff and um it's uh, as soon as you put the uh you, like you grab your fishing rod and then you get these glasses and i guess they're like a the version of the polarized glasses so you can kind of see where the fish are mm-hmm. so it kind of gives you the outline of the fish and if there's, they're either green, yellow, or red tinged, which basically means whatever lure you have on your fishing rod, if it's green, I mean, that's the most attractive to that fish. Oh, okay. If it's, if it's yellow, they will go after it, at least in the easy mode. Uh, if the fish is red, then no, they're not, they're not interested at all. Right. And there's different, and there's different sizes of the, sh- of the, the outlines when you see them swimming around. So, you know, like, Oh, here's a big one. So you kind of toss it over there and you spend a while kind of reeling it in and then it does uh, different directional things. So you can bring your rod back and forth and you have to make sure there's not too much slack. And then there's a red meter. So you don't go too far. Otherwise you snap the line and then you have to put a new lure on. So you buy your lures, you buy your rods, you buy your, uh, your, your reels. Like it, it's, um, uh, it's it's pretty cool. Now I'm, I'm at the, uh, it starts off in the freshwater section. And then the later part of the game, the different spots, they're in the, uh, the saltwater realm. So now every time I catch a fish, every once in a while, a shark will decide to clamp onto that fish. So now I'm reeling in a shark. So I've got How two big different. How a shark? Uh, a decent size, like a tiger shark and, and stuff. It's, uh, it's not like a six foot shark or anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a huge, huge shark. I got, I got sharks, I got tuna. There's, there's all oh, these. Wow. So it's like all, all types of fishing. Yeah. I, I caught two swordfish. So I got two of those in there in my tank float around. So you, you have up to 50 fish that you can have in your tank. And you can decorate your tank. So I've got some coral stuff. I got like an old ship that's sunk like way at the back of the tank. Like it's a huge tank to be able to accommodate these fish. And um, the other game that I was playing is uh, was it Poker Stars VR, which is free. That one is free. So uh, basically, you, but go you have the and... option to put money in to actually play for real. Well, what happens is when you first start off, they give you an X amount of money. Okay. And every day you go up to the wheel. And you spin the wheel and it gives you money. It could be 3000 it could be 10000 it could be whatever, you know, the number that comes up. So it's almost like you're going, you're playing, uh, was it, was it Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> Did they yep. spin the wheel type of thing? And then uh, it puts it in your bank. And then from there you can go, and it's called Poker Stars, but the thing is I like to play blackjack. So I, I go, I don't even bother with poker. I go straight to the blackjack table. 
Uh, you've got an avatar that it gives you and you can modify it to make it look as much like you as possible. And, uh, and then you sit there. Normally, I won't have the volume on and people would be talking and I don't really care because I'm just there to play poker. So, yeah, so it gives you all your chips on the side and it looks like an actual poker table. Um, there's no actual person on the other side that's 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 shuffling. It's just kind of the deck is doing its thing and it's okay. giving out the cards and then people either hold or hit or split or whatever they want to do, double down. Um, yeah, and inside there, there's, uh, there's like a store where you can buy stuff. Like if you wanted to say you wanted to buy cigarettes or something, mm-hmm. okay, and you put it in your thing. So when you're sitting there, you can put one in your mouth. And then they give you, the house gives you a lighter, right? So then you light it up and you put the lighter down and then it's dangling on the end of your mouth and you can see the little stream of the smoke coming up. And as you move your your head back and forth, the stream moves with it, right? So it's, it's oh, pretty gosh. realistic looking. And then when you take it out of your mouth is when you're blowing out, right? So you're either blowing out rings or you're blowing out just smoke. But it's uh it, How it's do you control cool. that? Well, you don't. You just, you take your your right hand controller and you just grab it. Or, or you just go up to your mouth and think that you hold the trigger down to be able to hold it okay. or whatever, and then you can pull it out. So, I mean, you can have, I mean, they've got different things. They got the cigarettes, they've got the e-cigarettes, they got cigars. Um, I mean, and, and not just that stuff. I mean, they've got, people have guns or people will have uh, a little toy, um, what was it? Not a horse, but a mule or something or other. And you just put it on the table and it just kind of sits there and wags its tail and there's <laughs> rubber ducks and you can put the cigarette in the duck's mouth. And uh, it's just weird, weird stuff. If you, if you want to go trying to make it that. entertaining because it's just a card game, right? So they're adding all those extra things in. Yeah. And uh, they give you a, a camera. So it's like a camera on a selfie stick, right? So you can, when you're sitting at the table, you can extend the camera out and you can flip it to look at you and then click the trigger and it takes a picture of you. And if you want to take a picture of you with whoever's with you, you can kind of lean over to the side and take a picture of everybody. And then it comes out like a Polaroid, right? And then it drops on the table and you can grab it and look at it or whatever. And I guess it goes into your, your file of when you're, when you're playing, like if you wanted to see all the pictures that you had taken, you could sit in a section. Um, Yeah. So, and the first time I played, of course I ran out of money. So I went in the next day, but now I'm, I think I'm up like 300 and some thousand dollars. Like I'll go every day, I'll Jeez. go and get my money, but I won't play. <laughs> I'll just let it rack up. Um, and uh, yeah, cause so, so that's, that's pretty cool. And people can talk to each other and stuff if you want to, or you can mute them. If someone's bugging you, there's a, a, a remote control you can grab out of your kit and you point it at the person who's, you know, being an ass or something, or <laughs> you just don't want yeah, you just don't want to talk to them, and then it just shows them. It looks like a Bart Simpson yellow cover over their face with a zipper or something. <laughs> so you can't, they don't bug you, which is pretty cool because you know I'm, I'm sure a lot of people get bugged on there, and it's like you know I'm here to to play. I'm not here because there's a lot of kids there, and they're just asses. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we get that on the Xbox all the time. Yeah. So also the other thing, uh, and so the VR fishing when I bought, I think it was like twenty five bucks or fifteen. I can't remember. And then I bought premium bowling because I figured I want to try the bowling one. Now, the things with bowling, normally you're standing up, but they said you can't do it sitting down. But instead of going underhand, you just go overhand. <laughs> so being lazy, I figured, what the hell? I'll try it. So I loaded it up. 
uh, I guess you, when the balls are coming down, you know, and they're going into the little thing behind you, yep. uh, you just use a trigger and you point it at the ball and the ball comes into your hand. So then I just kind of do an overhand, let go of it. And then it goes down the lane. And of course it's, you know, mows down the, uh, the pins and then it, uh, does an automatic, uh, calculation above you. Like, I guess they do now. Yeah. Uh, not like in the olden days where they had, they gave you a pencil well, you to, and a thing and yeah, you, had, you had to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You had to do the math in your head. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this pin is a three pointer. This pin is a five pointer. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's what I've been kind of doing in the, on the gaming, uh, gaming front. Wow. So that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. I, I want to try. In, we've gone back into seven days again. Seven days to die. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But there's something that's coming, Todd. <clears throat> I um, am getting a price sometime this weekend on a new desktop. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was, I was, we had um, my buddy Dylan and Tina over right. for, for board game night, which was really fun. I didn't even tell you about it, but the game we we're, I'll get into it later. But anyway, so uh, Dylan's like, you know, I'll build you a PC. Right. If you want a PC, I'll build you a PC. Mega PC. And I'm like, all right. And Sylvie, and then Sylvie decided, because I still have all my recording software on her business computer. Yeah. And the computer that I have, it's got like 256 gig or gig. Yeah. No, 256 meg of space. That's oh. all it's got. So I can't, you know how big audio files can be. Yeah, so, so I can't rec I can't do any recording on this computer at all of any kind on Reaper. Right. Well, I mean, you could put in a, an external drive and you know do it that way if you wanted to. But yeah, well, that's what I do. But then sometimes it depends on where I plug the external drive in. Yeah, sometimes like all the files auto. Like if I open up Reaper, it knows where to find the files. But then because it's a laptop i tend to move the laptop around the house wherever i'm working right and then sometimes i may unplug because i'll plug in an extra monitor to my computer mm -hmm. but then i don't always plug it in the same usb slot okay so then i open up reaper it says we can't find those files because now it's no longer the e drive it's now the f drive yeah so then can it can't that. like that's just that's annoying that would suck, yeah, for sure. So anyway, so what that means is, and I said, you know what I'd really like to do is I'd like to actually play the Steam version of Seven Days to Die. Hmm. Because the Steam version of Seven Days to Die is still maintained by the creators of the game. And they still right. put regular releases out all the time. Oh. Like regular updates. And the version on the Xbox hasn't had an update in like four years. Oh. So anyway. Huh. Is it a so, co-op game? Yep. Co-op up to four players. And it's an older game. So it's like, I don't think it's very expensive. It's like a $25 game or something. Ooh. Well, that would be interesting. But it's zombie survival. Yeah. I think there's a... Um... <sighs> There's a way to play regular games with the VR if I wanted to. Because oh, God. Of the that game would be terrifying to play with the VR. 
because of the field of view that you have it's i think it's like um it's like a like you know when you're watching youtube videos and it has a screen that comes up i guess it has a screen that comes up on your vr with the game so you could actually play it not so much in the vr mode but more like okay well i can play like huge screen within my peripheral view right yeah everything well everything that you can see it'll be a larger screen than you might not have that larger screen it would look like yeah but the the only problem yeah i mean the only problem is i think the new oculus pro uh with a higher resolution would probably look better uh, because I mean, my my gaming computer screen is is uh, not 4K, but I think it's the 1080. Uh, but the thing is, the the VR goggles, I think they say they're 1080 or, or something like that. But it's just the way the pixels are. I think it's I don't know. It's it's not it's not as uh, clear as as your monitor would be. Let's say. Oh, okay. But with the new one, obviously, yeah, the, the clarity is going to be way better. And if you were to play that, that would be great. Because I was yeah. thinking of doing uh, Grand Theft Auto, excuse me, um, through the VR. And I might, yeah, just to try it to see how, how it looks. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't think, yeah, I don't think I'd be a full-fledged uh, PC gamer. But with that box, then then that's mine. Like, I'm not, like, Sylvie and I won't be sharing it. Like, that'll be mine. Right meaning it'll be in my studio your gaming music pc yep it's kind of like mine <laughs> so what he, so what he did so he he grabbed the specs of reaper he grabbed the specs of 7 days to die and he also wants to look at keeping the pc as open as possible for expansion okay yeah like make sure there's lots of room um, yeah that'll, that'll depend on the motherboard yeah yeah how far you can go with it so we'll we'll see what we find out. So nice. Yeah, that'd excited. be that'd be pretty cool. I'm tired of this, you know, two hundred dollar laptop that I have that I do everything on. You know, it just doesn't have anything. And I bought it just to write, but you know, right. And yeah. now and I want to do more. And if the PC, I mean, you can always you know download either demos or. Or the full game, if you wanted to. I mean, just to try out to see if you like it. Uh, usually, if you download them to try, then you can't really play online. But it gives you a good base to see if it's something that you like, and then yep. you can, you know, you invest your money into it, and then whatever expansions come out after. So, but it's nice to get a taste of it to see if it'll work. Let alone, you know, whether your PC is going to handle it. So. If you're if you're looking at the older games, then I think you'd be fine with with anything. But if you wanted to play anything that's going to be updated, oh, this is coming out. It was ah, oh, well, it says I need this. Well, I guess I could you know mash all my uh, visuals down so that it's you know so it works so that it works properly. But the the visuals won't be as well. A lot of the new games though nowadays are going to the to the way of multi uh, cross platform. I'm finding like they're doing that more and more. Yeah. I haven't really followed to see um other than when we're playing um State of Decay. Yeah, State of Decay. And there was another update since last time I, I tried playing. It says, Oh, they've done this, they've done that, they've yeah, done they get a an update. Yeah, and I you know, I'll I'll start playing. It's like, well, it's the same 
it's the same thing. Like it's not, nothing's really changed a whole lot. Yeah, at this point, Mark and I started playing again and we're just trying to get accomplishments. Right. So one of them is playing the game 100 days on dread level. How's that work? To uh, make 100 days? <laughs> the days are really long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it well, takes takes a long time and then the thing is by the by the time you get to like i don't know 20 25 days um there's nothing left to do in the map yeah pretty much that, that's where i'm at but there's nothing left to but what they've done though is that they've changed it that you can just switch so there's they've added another map to play in that's okay. one of the new updates and then you can just travel between like you can travel to another map now and just start okay you've done everything on this map okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna exit this map go into the next one but it keeps your old map mm, i don't know no That's like something question. okay well i'm gonna go to a different section but you know i'm gonna come back later and i think you're starting the game over in the other section but it's keeping your your day count okay so if you want to get the hundred day accomplishment, they said you have to you have to switch screen, you have to switch maps. Okay. And well, you added have to because you'd run out. Yeah. Just... Yeah, and they've they've added like a whole bunch of stuff. Like there's um, like you'd probably have to start a new game, I think, at this point. But they've got the plague is everywhere. Okay. Yeah. And the 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 air the air is all tinged red. Right. And then if you. You got to go kill the blood plague, and if you kill the blood plague, then it clears up that you know the immediate area around it. And you can't put outposts until you do that. And then they have mega outposts. There's like one mega outpost per per map, and it has like special abilities. And you can upgrade your outposts now, which you couldn't do before. You couldn't before. Well, I think when you started playing, I think you could. Okay. Can't well, remember. when we when we started playing uh, together on that uh, that other mode. It was giving me these points, so I was actually able to use them to do like a it was a sniper tower, and then there was a, a section where um, it was like it shows the saw, the saw blade. Yeah, yeah. To be able to to do stuff. the power tool one, yeah. But but it was kind of the elite version of those those items. So I think I think I spent all my points. And I think that's where they went. Yeah, you can. Yeah, those are. Um, should I can't remember what it's called now. But anyway, it allows you to like, so like what Mark and I were going to the nitty gritty of it now, like, okay, well, yeah, I've made this person a leader and I've beaten the game with a, for example, with a trader. So the next time you start another game, you can start with the trader mod on. And then if you beat the game under sheriff or warlord or whatever the other one is, then you you have two perks that you can take when you start a new game and but also you can retire all your people from your community and make them legacy characters okay. so when you start a new game you can just pull from your legacy pool okay so yeah well now now when you go to characters. a certain section it'll ask if you want to use some people that, that were in your yep in your pool from before is, that, is yep. that what you mean by legacy yep yeah. You have to you have to assign them to legacy. So basically, you have to kick kick them out of your game, your oh. current game, and make them legacy. But you can bring them back. Just takes okay. uh, influence points. Okay. Yeah, I got everybody armed to the teeth so that when I start, when I when I start, I have everyone you know have as best gear as they have. So when I pull them up, I think you can pick what two people, two or three people. Yeah. When you um, start, three. 
I think three three people. Yeah. yeah. So they're all armed to the teeth. So I just get them to come in. Are you using yeah. cheat modes, Todd? I get them to uh, well, I get them to to share their gear, right? Oh, so then okay. the other people that come up, they come up and grab the you know all the guns and stuff. Like I'll load up on one person. I'll load up on guns. The other one will load up on on plague cures or whatever. Yep. You know that way when Make I start, sure they have a that they have a ruck, ruck sack on their back. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 pre geared. It's almost like uh, uh, World of Warcraft with your legacy or not legacy or heirlooms. Uh, when you start, I mean, you can be a level one and you grab your heirlooms and it follows you. So you never have to really update your gear. It automatically updates every time you level up. Okay. Which is kind of the difference. So this is kind of a way of having your gear already before you even start. So, which is, which is good. Yeah. Sylvie's not enjoying it. <laughs> What's Mark's that? like, I got to play state of decay. I'm like, I got to play state of decay. Sylvie's like, okay, let's play seven days to die. <laughs> Like, but we've been playing it like all week. I don't want to play State of Decay. <laughs> no, because I think in State of Decay, when you're playing cooperative and you're playing in someone else's game, it might not be as exciting. You're not moving your your own game forward. You're not moving. You're getting influence points. You're getting gear. You're getting you know supplies. You're getting all this stuff. Right. But you're not progressing anything. You're just getting influenced so that when you go into your own game, if you're trying to level up your character from a recruit to a hero, you're doing that. But you're not, you're, you're, you're just doing a sandbox version of it, but you're not really keeping, not really doing anything for your own game. Well, just, just to be able to be co-op cross-platform from PC and someone on Xbox that alone is is worth the price of admission. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we we haven't been able that that's probably the only game we've ever been able to play together being you on the Xbox and me on the PC. Yep. And this was something we had brought up years ago, you know, regarding like the technology's there why isn't anyone, you know, um doing it. But yeah. mind you PC and Xbox are pretty much it's it's all Microsoft, right? Yeah, so Microsoft, Microsoft, PC, yeah, Xbox. That's... I can see that they could they could they're probably the easiest ones to meld together. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's not like you had you know Nintendo but, or, or. But yeah, Sony. having a PS, oh, Nintendo too. It's a completely different technology they're using. In their yeah, they, yeah. I don't think they would do cross platform in the in the systems that they currently have. No. PS is really is the one that they really want to go after. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I think what PlayStation and Xbox are the the two main ones, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easily the two main ones. Nintendo's like a just kind of a distant third. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo's do well, but it's like it's the, it's the kids comparing console. apples oranges. What's it's that? Like the, it's like the kids console. Yeah, the, it's the, the PG, family console, the, the PG one. <laughs> but I mean, it's not that it's a it's bad though. It's it's really no, no, it's great. Oh, it has its own merit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just its own type of machine, really. Like. um uh, Mark's daughter bought one for herself, and uh, Sylvie's cousin bought one for herself. Actually, here's 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 a tip, and I and I might actually go ahead with this. If you go ahead and get a President's Choice uh, visa, like if you set up a visa with them, right? Because you know President's Choice is tied in with Shoppers Drug Mart. Okay, yeah, I have the same card. I have PC points, and then when I go to shoppers, they ask me for my PC yeah, card yeah, as well exactly. as Super Value. Yeah. So if you get the credit card, 
the PC credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you use that at Shoppers Drug Mart to buy a video game system. Mm-hmm. They give you free groceries in return. Free groceries at Shoppers Drug Mart? No, no, at PC. Oh, okay. Because PC free... is tied in with Shoppers Drug Mart, right? Well, they just give you a whole whack of points, then, is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So I keep getting emails. They, they want me to, to buy stuff for from Shoppers Drug Mart and get a bunch of points and it's half off this month, or I don't know. Yep. They keep uh, spamming me with this. Uh, but stuff. here, here, so here's what ended up happening with so with Sylvie's cousin, she wanted she wanted a a, a switch a Nintendo Switch, and she was debating where she's going to buy it from. So she got mm-hmm. the PC credit card. She went to Shoppers. She bought a PC. I'm sorry. She bought a Nintendo Switch. Right. And it was I think it's like it's three ninety plus taxes or something, somewhere thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with taxes probably like just under five hundred bucks, right? So she got $400 of free groceries. Wow. So she spent 400 and some, and she got $400 back. Jeez. So like, I'm like, maybe that's where, when I we upgrade the Xbox, get it from there. Might be worth looking into for sure. Now, can you calculate all of the points of what you would make before you actually went in there and did it? Or is it just an automatic thing? Well, this is what you're going to get. It's not something um, where you go, oh, it's so many points per well, dollar. Well, no, they're saying they're they're saying that if you get the card and you you use it, you get X like X points per amount spent. So if you use the credit card for X amount of points, you, or if you spend this much on your credit card, you get this amount of free groceries in return. And they have a special on like the points that they keep emailing me saying they want to double or triple your points, that would even be even better. Yeah. Yeah, because if you have the PC card and then you get the credit card on top of that, then because I used to have a PC bank account back mm-hmm. in the day and it was worthwhile. Like you're just getting points all the time and then you redeem them for I think you can even redeem them for gift cards. It could be wrong, but at the very least, you can redeem them for free groceries. So, I mean, if that's where you're shopping, then, you know. Yeah, what what was the? Do you remember what the um, what the maximum you could take out in a bank machine? Like five hundred bucks, isn't it, or four hundred bucks? <sighs> well, it's weird because the other day I went, I, I had to get a bunch of money out in this cash machine because I'm with, uh, I don't know if I could say it, like what Canadian Western Bank, okay, because that's where Danik used to work. So, oh yeah, I, I latched on to that one. Now there was two locations, one downtown. And then one uh, off McGilvery, right? Yeah. So I, apparently the one downtown doesn't exist anymore. Now oh. there's just one location. They're only open till four. Oh. And I work pretty much till four. So I can't get to the bank to do any banking that I need to do. Yeah, that's not um, convenient. I tried to take money out. Uh, there's a $500 maximum per transaction uh, per day. And there's only one bank machine. And well, there's only well, there's there's different bank machines throughout. Like you can look to see which ones. Yeah, and then you support. get hit with like a five dollar charge for using a different bank machine. Well, not not just that. I mean, if it's just five hundred bucks, like if I need sixteen hundred dollars, 
I have to do it over a three-day period plus. So it's 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 not conducive. So, I mean, I, I think I'm going to have to look for another bank. Yep. When I was at Bank Montreal, I think it was like $800 was the, the max you could take out a day through your bank machine. And this was umpteen years ago. So I, I don't know why. I think they've like, lowered the amounts because what, what what's happening in this day and age is when someone steals your card and it's all tap, that's kind of, that's added a whole level of complication to, because like if I stole someone's card and I went to Ikea and then I went here and I went there, that all ties into your daily allowable amount to take out. Because if you're going to take out over a certain amount, they want you to go in person as you should. Well, how does that work when you, that, with the price of groceries now? I mean, you can't get out of there without, you know, God forbid you go to Costco and it's over $500. I mean, what would you do? You can't use your bank card? That doesn't make sense. They can't be a maximum for that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know there? how that works. That's a good question. Mind you, I usually use my credit card. <laughs> anyway. You know what? <clears throat> Speaking of that, there was someone at Costco when I went. I only go to Costco once every like three, four, five, six months. And uh, the person in front of me, they spent, how much did they spend now? I think did they, they spent like $5,000. <laughs> like they bought a lot of big ticket items and they had four grocery carts. Oh, like a, like a shed, a canoe. <laughs> it was it wasn't stuff like that so much it wasn't big like that it was like big ticket like grocery items and Steak. then like a few <laughs> like a you know were a a box it'd be a box of something i don't know like well everything's a case there so it's yeah much <laughs> but but it wasn't like all food like there was some you know like practical items not food items you know it might be like five hundred dollars for this one and it was yeah thousands of dollars and he paid cash and then credit card, but he didn't have, you can only use one credit card there. He didn't have the right credit card. So then he debited the rest and there was like a limit. There was a, there's a limit when you're right. using debit. And I'm like, you spent all of that here? It was really weird. Well, was it somebody, was it somebody who actually had a stolen card? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That's what I was wondering, but, but I don't you, know. I think you, he said he won a lottery or something. Okay. Or well, something I, like that. You, you only tap, I think, up to a certain amount. After that, oh, it's no, like, okay, no. you know what? No, you need to use your pin. I think you, you know what? Maybe he was buying for like a social or something. Maybe it was something like that. Oh, maybe. Getting ready for a- Because that's easy to spend that kind of money. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it was weird. I was like, oh my God, this guy's taking so long. And then I'm like, there's four grocery carts here. And they're like- heaping mounds on top of them here I'm like holy shit yeah when you go to costco i mean it's, it's uh the carts are bigger yep oh, do you yeah. remember do you remember uh when we used to back home was it was it uh continental yep it's your continental store yep <laughs> uh i think that's where or was it delaware's or delaware's i can't remember now there was a picture of it was, and, and these were before plastic bags. This, this was when we had the paper bags yep. and it had a picture of a lady, not in curlers, but it, she would have had curlers in her hair. She had curly yep. hair yep. and it had the, the stick figure, almost like the fifties type of look, yep. you know, of a woman pushing a cart, I think. 
and that's what was on the bag. I remember that actually. Uh, and the carts back then used to be smaller. Oh yeah, they did. And I remember we used to have two carts, um, <laughs> just because of the amount of groceries. For I a guess family that, of four. Yeah, that we were getting. Uh, and then Superstore had started, and then I think our cousin Randy started working there, and then I think they. And I don't think they do it anymore, but I think at the beginning, people were wearing roller skates that worked there. Yep. You remember uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's none of that now. I don't know what Can you do a price check? Yep. And then you'd roller skate over, like they'd <laughs> roller skate over, you know, so they get the get the price checked in quicker, but. Yeah. And then I wonder if that, something must have happened with that where they rolled into somebody. Oh, there must, must have be, been right? some, yeah, so there must have been some insurance issues or something. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to cover you guys because it's too dangerous. Yeah, probably. must have been a few incidents that happened. Someone got sued and they went, okay, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> hang, up, hang up the skates. But yeah, at that point, it. I think that's when they, they started coming out with the larger carts. So it's almost like a, you know, when you have a, when you have a plate of food, the bigger yep. the plate you have, the more food you're going to put on it. Right. Just right. because it's there. So it's all psychology. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's see if these guys will uh, buy more groceries. Oh, these kiwis aren't selling. They're thirty-three cents a piece. Uh, why don't we put them for three for a dollar? Hey, they're selling like hotcakes. There's some more psychology. <laughs> selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Okay, so one of the topics on the list here. <laughs> okay. It ties in with selling like hotcakes. Then it was expressions. Where the hell did they come from? What? Why is why is selling like hotcakes like An expression? Where did it come from? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Do, do you know? No, hotcakes. Uh, I'm actually looking it up. You know what? Weirdly enough, I was watching the Trailer Park Boys, and I think they had said something about selling like hotcakes, and I think uh, Ricky had mentioned, what does that mean? And then yep. Bubbles was saying something, well, I don't know, and then, uh, I guess they got Julian to look it up, what it, what it meant. I, I can't remember for the life of me what it meant. But uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of sayings that people and and it's not something that came out of the blue like no it didn't a, a person all. actually came up with it and well it meant something right yeah but and, then it loses context as the years go by but the expression doesn't go away so do you want to know what, what where that came from sure <laughs> so uh this is just google whatever uh, according to the American Heritage Dictionary of Idioms, a Wikipedia redirect, and this archive New York Times recipe, a hot cake is essentially just a pancake. The phrase originated in the 1800s when simple cornmeal versions were sold at church bake sales and snapped up by the congregation before they went cold. Ah. So you're buying them quick so they don't get cold so you can enjoy it while it's still warm. No, this is... From. Okay, no. Where is this info from? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, the American Heritage Dictionary, Dictionary of Idioms, Wikipedia, and a New York Times and New York Times. Okay, so, so this they, is an they, article written by somebody who's saying that, right? Yep. Okay. So that I don't know, probably legit, I guess. Yeah, I've I've learned when you're younger. I mean, and this is I think this is the thing when you get older. Uh, a lot of you, you open your eyes to a lot of things in the world that when you, that you don't, when you're younger, when you're younger, you're almost like in a little bubble, right? Yeah. And as you grow up, it's whatever's surrounding you that defines your bubble. And as you get older and you know, there's less, 
control, I guess, and you're able to kind of see with your own eyes how the world actually works. Yep. It's it's a different ball game. Anything that you've ever heard, been taught, this was all from uh, people. I mean, and just like with religions, with all these new, it's like it, it started off with X amount of religions. Now there's these other X amount of religions. Well, where did these ones come from? These are pretty much man-made, right? Yep. Whereas how much were the first ones man-made? It's like the very first storybook. I mean, I'm sure the first storybook ever written was never. It was on a wall with chalk or coal. Yeah. And uh, the book, like the actual Bible itself, it's not like it, it fell out of the sky. Oh, look, here it is. No, someone actually wrote it, interpreted yeah. it, however you want to call it, man-made. Someone did it. I trust this guy. It's their version of whatever it is. And yeah. then when you look at all these other religions, it's like, well, what's going on? Well, we believe in this, but we don't believe in that. Well, who decided that? It was an actual person. It didn't It didn't fall out of the sky. It's like no. when you're watching TV and they're advertising for something. Oh, that looks good. Well, it looks good because they're telling you that it's good. When you're younger and you're watching a commercial, yeah, especially with toys and stuff, and, and you go, oh, wow, that looks pretty, that looks cool. And then you get the toy and it's like, well, this is shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, remember they like there's there's um um I don't know what they're called, but just for lack of a better word, sandwich artists. And what they do is they recreate a hamburger using paints and oils and all this stuff to create a facsimile of what a what a juicy, tasty looking burger would look like. So when you see one of those in an ad, it's not the actual product. Is someone who designed something to look like the actual product, but but made to look hot, made to look juicy, made to look tastier. So they're not actually using real product in their ads. There's there's an there's a uh, a hamburger artist or whatever who's there actually like creating something. So then when you see it, it's like wow, that looks really yummy. But then you you know you get it and then it's not this big. It's this big. Yeah, look at this nice Baskin Robbins basket. Oh yeah, look, well actually it's just wax. It's here here's the one here's the one that got to me and I actually went down a bit of a rabbit hole with it. Was okay. to hell in a hand basket. <laughs> now what the... <laughs> hell in a hand What basket. the hell does that mean? And I used it on my kids. Something along the lines of like you guys can't act this way. You're going to go to hell in a handbasket or something. I can't remember. Like it was. And then the kids looked at me like, what? <laughs> well, of course, especially if they haven't heard it before. Well, and I use the word hell in front of them, which is probably a bad idea. But, but like, <laughs> like, where does that come from? So I looked it up. And I don't know if I got a really good answer on it. They said it might be related to, um, people that were guillotined you know oh okay and wh where does the head go it falls into a basket is it a basket or is it a hand basket no it's 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 literally a, a basket okay so, so like a little little red riding hood basket like with the little thing on it you put it over your shoulder. yeah i think it kind of looked like that but then it also might have meant there's let's see here um
There's also pictures of large carts of hay being drawn, being pulled mm-hmm. by infernal beings that drag everyone to hell. So there was a hell cart, I guess, and things were drawn, like pulled there. Right. And I don't know if there's hand baskets on that cart or not, <laughs> but well, they yeah they kind of dropped the hand basket on that version. It was kind of interesting. Like I don't know, I thought it was fascinating. Hmm. What's like? Is there any? Are there any that that you use that you have to go wait? What what am I saying? Uh oh, jeez. Yeah, not offhand. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure I've used I've used multiple uh sayings before. Shit yeah. show. Shit show is a good shit one. Shit show, yeah. Like what <laughs> that's a good one. What is shit show? What does it even mean? It means everything's it's snafu, foobar. It's just they're all it's all all screwed up, basically, is is what it means, I think, in a nutshell. See, there's another one in a nutshell. In a- <laughs> <laughs> What does that, uh, that mean now? I'm looking up with shit show. What does where did shit show come from? <laughs> Probably say there was some vaudeville thing and people were throwing uh this is highbrow entertainment here, people. We're <laughs> <laughs> throwing tomatoes we're, and some people were throwing Okay, so the earliest recorded evidence of shit show dates from the nineteen seventies. At the time it had a connotation of something that is a mockery, a chaotic event, or a horrible situation. Uh let's see. stupid website yeah i i have to buy something uh you have to buy something for them to give you the definition to go to their website like no oh, okay more psychology click here we'll tell you what uh no it's not really giving me anything it's like do you want me to buy subscribe to your Oh, whatever. I don't know where it came from. But for me, a shit show was changing the kids' diapers when it was, you know, a big blowout. And it's a whole production cleaning it up. And a production is also another word for a play or a show or whatever. So, you know. That would be be the literal meaning. Yes. That's like when you translate a French word into English. If you say the literal meaning, it loses total... (laughs) It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I think it's best when English is translated into French and then it's a literal translation. It's always interesting because it'll be like, uh, I don't know, could be something simple like the cross town station. And in French, it'll be the station that crosses the town all the time would be the French word like equivalent. Like it's never the, 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 it's, it's usually backwards. Yeah, and it's backwards, yeah. It's whatever you're saying, you pretty much reverse it in French. Just just the way the words go together, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very strange. I wonder if there's any other ones. Are these called idioms? No. I don't know. Um yeah. in other news, <laughs> I did want to make some mention. So we have some Patreons. Oh my god. Like we have so many Patreon, like we're, we're, I don't know, we're lucky enough to have Patreons. We should probably give them a shout out. Mm-hmm. 
I'm putting, but I also want to point out, I am putting together packages for all the patrons. I'm just, it's taking time. It's just, yeah, it's just taking time. Like, it's not, it's not easy to manage all this stuff. <laughs> so, no. so I'll just, I just, we'll give a shout out to the patrons. I'll, I'll, I'll let people know what I'm working on. I think I mentioned it before. So, Living Through Extinction has been with us since October 1st, 2022. That's Ruby. Mm-hmm. And Ruby is, um, I don't know. Did you say October 2022? That's no. Oh, wait, sorry. No, sorry. Join date, May 27th, 2022. There you go, May. Wow. Um, now, Ruby, in my, Ruby is like a legend in podcasting. Which is interesting because she's she's been podcasting for kind of a, a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. but like right out of the gate, like her show is like really Come well over. put together, really well like it's every every episode is scripted. Came out like gangbusters, yeah. And I'm like, there, there's another saying, <laughs> gangbusters. <laughs> yeah, well, gangbusters. What, what does that yeah. mean? Um, so it's just. It's just like amazing, like, um, I don't know, it. She, yeah, she, her show's amazing. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. So she's been donating for a while. She's, you know. Thank you for listening, but please be advised that I hold no definitive knowledge on the topics I talk about. Be skeptical and look into things for yourself before sharing. If you find that I was wrong about something, please let me know so that I may correct myself. You can do that at livingthroughextinction at gmail.com. Please also be aware that I do swear and I don't bleep anything out. So listener discretion is also advised. Um, And then Danny, our cousin Danny, who's our top top supporter, I guess. He's been uh, donating since January of this year. And he's... He doesn't have a podcast, does he? No, but holy shit, would a, would a podcast that he would do would be great. He would have a lot of, a lot to say. He's got some history. He's, he's been, I mean, he was with Big Rec there for a while. Big he Rec? For big Sugar. And, big Sugar. Sorry. Big, <laughs> big Rec. Sorry. Big Sugar. Uh, there was the Elvis impersonator. Yeah. Um, there was Melanie an Elton Morgan. John one. He was... Melan, Melanie Morgan, the band when they were playing. Yeah. There's, just, there's lots of, oh yeah, with the, the Kiss uh, tribute band. Yep. Been with, um, Who's the one when uh, they they came and stayed at mom and dad's? The Borsays. Borsays, yeah. The, yep. There's there's a whole crap load of them. Well, interestingly enough, he and I have been chatting, mm-hmm. and um, I said I'd like to have him on after we clear our four hundredth episode mm-hmm. and kind of schedule a date and you know get kind of get caught up because his last since the last time he was on the show, which was to talk about remember what we did on the last time with him. We did the worst Kiss song off of the first three <laughs> albums. Right. So we we have to do another one of those. But I think, um, anyway, he wants to come back on. Of course, he always wants to come back on. We love our cousin very much. For sure. Um, So uh, he, he's great. He's always a good guest. He's always got lots to say. And like you said, his, his musical history is like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like...
have sam from which police he's been since september 2020 he's the second oldest patreon of ours why well, you said september 20 september 2020. 2020. 2020 oh sorry i thought you said 2022 sorry 2020 yeah that's a couple of, that's two years yeah that's uh wow one of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast. Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast. Which police radio? All right. Welcome to Which Police Radio. Yep, and oh. then uh, our oldest patron mm-hmm. is uh, Jesse, and she has been with us since April 2019. Wow. Yep. Sweet. So, there, I, I've I there there's money in the account, so I'm gonna take that money to put a couple of things together. So I'm gonna be reaching out to each one individually and see what they want. I can't give everybody everything. Um, Danny will get a special package because he is the highest 
monthly mm-hmm. contributor. Yes, for sure. So we'll give them the whole kit and caboodle. Um, but for everyone else, I, the, here here's the packages that I'm going to put together. There's going to be a dome CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm picking out. I, I have a burner now, which I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. I think I have a burner. Or do you have a burner? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I may get you to burn the CDs <laughs> because I think mine might mine might only be a player. But I've got all the all the artwork is done up. It's not like we already had it before, so I've got a pretty really good printer at home. I wonder if I still have some. Oh, if you do, then that makes it easy. This is live, folks. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't I don't have any copies of the Dome CDs anymore. <clears throat> I've uh they've all gone out. So anyway, so we have a Dome CD we can give out. So I don't know out of now I know Danny has one already. Mm-hmm. But if he wants another one, I also found this. I don't know if you remember this. The, that was the very first one. That was the EP with the like original. Four, it's the original recordings songs. too, because these are not the final recordings. No, those were the the very first ones we did. Yeah, that's when I wasn't shredding my vocal cords. It was I was actually singing. <laughs> um, a couple of the songs have changed a little bit. Yep. So, I'll give one of these. These are there's two left. I don't even have the original recordings of this anymore. Well, you have them in your hand. We have to rip. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is all I got. I got two (laughs) copies of the original, original recordings. I might have them somewhere, but I'm going to rip them to make sure I have them. But we'll give. So, this is going to Danny. Okay. Because he has the the regular Dome CD. Yeah. The original Um, one, the black black and white printing. Yeah. No color. No color. (laughs) But uh, the, the inserts, the inserts really cool. Like, the inserts got a. Story about the band, and it's got "Be Famous California Descend" and "We Are Machine," which were the only songs we had at the time. Right, we were working on other stuff, but they weren't quite done yet. Um, so this yeah. is this is pretty special. Yeah, if you go to Pawn Stars uh, and you bring that in, I'm sure they'll give you top dollar for it. <laughs> <laughs> Limited edition. <laughs> so, so, so that's going to go to our our top people. Well, no, maybe I don't. I don't know. I'm going to reach out to them and ask them what they want. So we've got the Dome EP, which is the original recordings. We've got the Dome full-length 11-song CD. Mm-hmm. I'm also putting together a Bros Before Gin. Okay. Greatest Hits, question mark, question mark, question mark. Right. I think that's what I'm calling it. And that's me and Todd's stuff, and it's not just the stuff that Todd and I did independently but it's going to also going to include other stuff mm-hmm. so it's going to have just jamming on there cool it's going to have the the no i'm not going to put that in there <clears throat> so it's going to have just jamming mm-hmm. it's going to have my stuff with cyber love which i haven't put out anywhere so mm-hmm. i did uh, i was in a project called cyber love i'm just going to put that on there just because i get nowhere else to put it There's right two songs there of that what else did we have? Just jamming shit. There's eight songs. Pros before gin. Uh, I'm, I want to put flying on there. Okay. Intro yeah. to the the podcast. 
and then uh, the two songs we did, Broken and um, Serious. I also also have, I don't know if you remember, there's also, um, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting the names of these songs. Broken, Silly Girl, I think it's called. So (laughs) I've I've got that. Um, Anyway, there's eight tracks for the Bros Before Gin. So that's the other one. So we have Dome, we have the Dome EP. Right. Bros Before Gin, which I'm just about done putting together. And mm-hmm. then I've just finished putting together original recordings of Salty Bear, but mm-hmm. it's Salty Bear that Todd, the tracks that Todd is on only. Okay. So it's got Todd, it's got Dan on there as well. I'm playing bass. But you're playing bass and you're playing guitar in a couple songs, I think. Okay. So now, and now this is, this was recorded in Todd's house in the basement, most of it. So it is live recordings off the floor where we later added additional um, layers on top, like in a, like maybe a, an additional guitar afterwards or an additional bass afterwards. Some of right. it is me and Todd, me and Dan on the floor recordings that Todd came in later and then layered a track on top. Right. And the vocals are layered after the fact. So I think there's like, there's probably about 25 of those songs, but I'm going to keep it down to about 10 or 12. So Salty Bear. Dome, Dome EP, and Bros Before Gin. I've got all those ready to go. I've been doing cover art for all that stuff. They're ready to go. I just have to find some. The, the wife is out today, and she may or may not buy me some CDs, some blanks, but I'm going to put them all together, and then we'll burn them, make the covers, and send them out. So I will be reaching out to all four of you, Danny will get whatever he wants, and um, I'll talk to I'll talk to Sam. There might be a, additional things we might include in some of these packages because we're getting our stores, our two stores, set up with the new Fast Fret or Shangi Fast Fret logos. So cool, but it takes a lot of effing work. Now, on the other side of that, as Todd and I were talking previously, or maybe we talked during this episode. I can't remember. I'm building a recording PC. Do we talk about that on the air or off the air? I can't remember. I think it was off the air. Okay. So um, it's going to be my recording PC. I'm building a PC just for, to make music. And there's about 20 songs that Todd and I have kind of written or previously recorded with really shitty recording equipment mm-hmm. that I want to go ahead and redo them. Redo them. Yeah. Do them properly. Okay. So I'll I'll initiate all that stuff because everything starts with the drums. I'll do a drum track. I'll do a vocal track and potentially the bass track. Send them over to Todd to do his magic on. And we'll figure out how to mix this stuff because I don't know how to mix it to save my life. But I'll have to do, I'll have to do a refresher on, on mixing because I haven't done it since the Dome CD. And that was how many years yeah. ago? <laughs> 2018, so, 17. Yeah. So actually, the, the PC I'm currently on is the one I actually mixed it down on. Oh, uh, and this thing is—I mean, I, it should be basically clean slate. Re, you know, get rid of everything and just reinstall Windows and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but I'll have to make sure that I've got all my stuff off of it first, and then I'll have to reload all my uh, 
my VSTs and and stuff so I can do the mixing. Yep. Yeah. The other thing I did want to mention was uh I've been getting a lot of a lot of posts almost not quite weekly but pretty darn close to it from Tom. Tom, I work with Tom. Mm-hmm. He was at our uh dome show, our final dome show. Okay. I think our final dome show. Uh, I'm pretty sure he bought a Sean Geek t-shirt and I'm pretty sure he bought a CD. Mm-hmm. Um, and he listens to the show pretty regularly, it sounds like. And he's always got comments, hey, I like this one. Uh, this is really good. I really liked when you guys touched on this. I've got all the emails saved somewhere that he sent me with his with comments. his stuff. We'll talk about it on another episode, but I just kind of want to point it out because I don't have it in front of me here. Okay. But he's uh he's really enjoying the show and he's kind of I like I like that he's pointing out. I like when you guys do this. I like when you guys do that. I like when you guys so um that feedback is immeasurable. So thank you, Tom. Merci, Tom. Merci, Merci. Tom. <laughs> Willie Merci, Waller. Bonjour. Willie Waller, two thousand. <laughs> Tata clack. Tata clack. Yeah. The Willie Waller. Moussi, 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 Moussi. Hey, mon ami, I'm so much with the petate. The petate pilet, the petate frit, the petate cheese wings. Pound Colton, you have a super patent for toi, qui aime beaucoup les petates. Le Willy Waller 2006. Avec le Willy Waller 2006, là, ça va pas te prendre trois fois moins de temps et puis chez les patates. Ni quatre fois moins de temps et puis chez les patates. Non, avec le Willy Waller 2006, là, ça va te prendre deux fois moins de temps pour épluchir des patates. Um, let's make sure I'm not missing anything else. So we did this. Well, we didn't tell your... God damn it, we didn't tell your catalytic converter story. Oh. Okay, that's... We're going to lead with that next time because that's okay. we got to talk about that yeah i got a, a few things i want to talk about oh there's a lot of good stuff on here uh i want to talk about quiet quitting okay getty and alex reuniting mm-hmm. wolfgang's uh homage to his dad yes oh my god and uh oh and google maps Sending people down roads that are not roads. That's a topic coming up. Maybe I'm going to list all these topics okay, on Twitter and get people to vote for what they want to hear next. There you go. That works. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we'll let you guys uh, drive it. But I think Todd, I don't care what anyone says. Todd's catalytic converter story <laughs> is uh, is the top one. We also have like Elon Musk being an asshole again. Um, uh, the Ozzy Osbourne and Randy Rhodes feud. Really? That's something I want to touch on. Okay. Um. Oh, and this this is a good topic here. Is it selling out for a rock guitarist to back up and tour with a pop artist? So they take a hiatus from their rock band, go tour with you know you know Hillary Duff or Rihanna or mm-hmm. Katie Lang or whoever the hell it is. Right. Do a couple of tours with them. Right. And then come back to their band. Yeah. There's some backlash for the rock artist 
selling out and playing with a pop artist. That's jeez. Uh, that's a whole that's I want to talk about that. So <laughs> I'm gonna list all these topics. Yeah. Music is music, it's an art. It's artists. Don't uh, think about don't think about it too hard. It's it's all about the art. It doesn't matter if you're finger painting or using a paintbrush or you're singing or playing or you know banging on friggin' pots and pans. It's it's music to to somebody. If yep. you want to switch realms, God bless you. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, you're not niched in one pigeonhole. You're able to expand your horizons. What's wrong with that? Yeah, when we did Dome, Todd, think about it. When we did Dome, we didn't do Dome type music before Dome. No, hell we no. We did nothing like Dome before. No, no, we did. Um, uh, well, we did pretty much classic rock stuff. Yep. I guess. And then uh, this and then, this was like metal, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, not death metal, but just like that yeah, type of stuff. It was, of, you know, it was that, heavier that stuff. for sure. Very, and de- even Salty heavy. Bear before that, Todd, was quite a bit different. Yeah, and that was different than classic rock. That was and, a whole different Yeah, realm. and then we, when we did just jamming, that was different. It was classic rock, but it wasn't the stuff that we normally played. It was some like it was a little bit left. More bluesish. Yeah. More bluesish, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I mean, now we're, now we're playing um, with the band I'm with now. We're playing, uh, what's his name? The country. Uh, uh, no, the one that's married to um, the one that used to be married to Tom Cruise. Oh, what's. Everyone out there Nicole is probably Kidman? going, yeah, I, I, yeah, Nicole Kidman's husband. Oh, yeah, okay. the country you guys are doing whatever, Keith Urban? Yeah, Keith Urban, yeah. We're, we're, we're doing, you know, some of that stuff. So, I mean, we're, we're doing that. We're doing, you know, more of a classic rock stuff. I mean, we're all over the place when it comes to that. I mean, Danko Jones and, and uh, you know, the Eagles, like we're Doobie Brothers. We're, we're kind of all over the map. Okay, I have an idea. You just gave me an idea, Todd. What, what's that? Dan, that's the that's the the singer's name, right? Yeah. Would he be willing to come on and talk about the songs? Because he's he picks the songs pretty much, right? Yeah, uh, like between him and the drummer. Yeah, because he'll mess around with some songs, and then he'll when he comes to the jam, he says, "Oh, uh, I've been working on this." So I mean, he'll start playing. We'll kick in, and I mean, it, it's songs. If it's songs that we've heard before, we're kind of like, okay, we know what how the song kind of goes, and we'll kind of putter with it and see if we can kind of get it to work and nine times out of ten because i mean we're not we're not 12 years old anymore i mean we're we we've been playing our instruments for a while so we've, yeah. we've played by ear we've you know we, you know what the songs are uh and and how to kind of muddle through them so uh when he comes with a song we'll all kick in and and play our own version of what we think it is and and nine times out of ten it, it works out and we'll go you know what that's a keeper let's uh yeah. i mean I mean, it it needs it'll need to be polished because you know it. You, but you it just, felt good. Yeah, it sounds good. It it melds together well, and then when we've practiced it enough, like our second set now, is sounds better than our first set. But our second set was kind of like, well, we're we're, we're still kind of working on it. But once it clicks, yeah, into place like a seatbelt, like it's it's locked in now. Now it's yeah. like, you know, everybody's it's almost like a metronome. Everybody's like bang, 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 bang on, you know. To what they're playing so so this is the uh, todd's band the guys from work 
Yeah, the guys like literally the guys work. from work. Except for yeah, Randy. So, Randy was retired, but yeah. So I've I've I'm base base again. I'm, <laughs> I've uh, whether it was Salty Bear with Dome or or or, or with these guys, it's uh, it's it's been the base. And you know what? Um, I, I've I've got a new um, wait, what, what appreciation a new appreciation of the bass and the rhythm section uh because when you're bopping your head you're not usually bopping your head to a guitar solo you're bopping your head for the beat and you know and and how the song kind of goes so when uh, when Warren and I are are on point with being melded together and putting down a solid you know groove it's it's like you can close your eyes and, and you're like you're floating almost. It's yeah. It's, that's that thing like when you're playing music and you're in the zone. Yep. I mean, you could just close your eyes and and it's just you. It's it's a whole different world. It's 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 almost therapeutic. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't agree and, more. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And then Dan kicks in and he he does his thing and and you know Randy kicks in and you know he's got those juicy licks that, that he you know that he has it uh yeah it's it's fun i mean we we didn't we hadn't gotten together for i don't know three weeks or so and then when we got together a couple of weeks ago for the first time and we had had a break for a while and i, I think sometimes you need a little bit of a break because then when you get together it, it's almost like a rejuvenation of yep. of uh you know, it's, it's like doing something for a long time and taking a break and getting back to it. It's almost like brand new again. Yep. And uh, I think we had our best best jam session. So I taped it and then I, I sent it to the guys. Oh, well, send it to me. I want to I hear it. So there's, uh, I mean, there's, there was a little bit of rust because of we hadn't played in a while. I was like, oh yeah, this note. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, but the basics uh, of it were, were pretty good, especially with the Your, uh, the new your band got some listens on Friday on your youtube channel oh really yep yeah somebody from work was listening oh cool cool yeah they they started with uh because on your page you have some dome stuff on there on your youtube page and then um she just kept playing she goes oh wait who's this i'm like oh that's the guys from work oh that is that your brother's other band i'm like yeah he goes wow this is really good so she ended up listening to everything twice i think which which playing from where though it was kind everything of everything that you had on there she just went through oh, everything because there's a progression i mean we play there's a lot of the same songs but the, the best one i think is probably the last one we played at the pizza place but i think when you guys like started out you're still feeling each other out you don't have you're not like you said the seat belt wasn't yet you you're holding the seat belt on but it hadn't clicked yet and you can see from like from one to the next to like when I saw you guys at that pizza place there, it was like, holy shit. Like you guys were like, you guys could anticipate what each, what everybody was doing. Like I found like there was like a, there was that synergy that, that, that's that, that magic that you just, unless you've been on stage or been in a band, you cannot, like you can't, you can't explain it unless you've been there. Well, the, well, the first place that we played, I mean, it was the first, it was the first time Dan had actually played in front of, a crowd so i mean that was that was a that was a big thing and and we had you know a couple songs that we we're going to do and uh after we did them they says well if you guys want to you know do a couple more i mean we played i can't remember how many songs we played uh that day but actually it, it felt good to be to be on stage um doing that and then just progression as 
time went on as we were more comfortable with the songs and as we were playing a couple other events i think we played well we played canada day and in that in the park and that was uh that was that was fun too but um yeah i think the pizza play well which was the last place so i mean it's usually the the last place you played um as you've you've gained some uh some experience and momentum that's that's where it's uh so hopefully the next place that we play will be even better so yeah well i think well i think it will be i don't see why it wouldn't but yeah. what i was going to say was why don't we have dan come on and do an episode of um i mean if he's up for it i don't see why not have him on just like let's pick some of the songs that you guys have in your set list right we'll listen to them mm -hmm. and expose people to some music because there's a lot of good canadian stuff on there it's stuff that that we you know on our Canadian episode that we did, we we touched on similar types of songs that fit in with what you guys play, but we can maybe hit some of those songs up and maybe Dan you know since Dan's the guy who brings them to the band he, like he can maybe explain like like why do you like this song would you remember hearing it the, for the first time and some history you know, yeah yeah that might be kind of fun yeah hit him up. All right. If he says no, then I'll ask him. That's we jam cool on, too. We jam on Wednesday, so I'll, all right. I'll bring it up to him. All right. So I'm gonna cap it off here. I gotta go feed the kids. All right. Morning snack, and then I gotta go pick up the wife. So that Alrighty. was 400 folks. This is 400. This is 400. The big 400. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Four oh. Four oh. 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 So yeah, like this is crazy that um yeah like I, I was just looking at like so i have um i have a list of the notes for every single episode we've ever done oh you keep them all well i, I have it in one big uh word doc okay like all my homework uh, i usually get rid of it <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't keep it. <laughs> well, I keep it because I, I learned early on. So, like the first episode of the show, mm -hmm. um, episode one was called "Board to the Gourd," state of corporation, and I would actually like to like. So, the first five episodes of the show mm -hmm. are lost. Don't have them. They're not up anywhere. Wow. Completely gonzo. Now, these were the ones that were, the, the, these are the ones that you did. These were just you, though, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. These are the ones I was doing for my car on the way to and from work. Right. And I was working that, you know, 2 a.m. in the morning job or whatever. So the hard drive that it was on is, is done? No, I was just relying on the internet to keep them forever. Oh, okay. Which is dumb. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> but everything else is on our current site. Everything's there. At cool. least I hope everything's there. I, I mean, I don't look at the old episodes. Right. Uh, no, it's here. So the first episode that made, like, the first episode I kept was episode six. So the first five episodes are missing. Here's what Sylvie suggested we do. Sylvie is my beautiful wife. She said, why don't you redo the first five episodes again? With Todd this time, though. Take, if you remember take, the topics. Yeah, well, I've got all the topics. I saved all the notes. Okay. So I think that might be kind of fun. So starting after 400, mm -hmm. here we go. Let's see what we got. Okay. 
revisit and see if anything's changed between the topic that you had at the time and between then and now. Yeah. And I was yeah. looking at the topics and they're actually really good. Like really good. I don't know. It, it, yeah. I don't know. Might be kind well, of fun. And then, okay. we'll, you know, we'll shoot them off the cuff and, and see, you know, un, unrehearsed as usual. Yep. Unrehearsed as usual. Yeah. And then uh, tomorrow I'm actually interviewing uh, Chadwick Ginther. Mm-hmm. Who has a book coming out this coming week? Fortunately, this episode is only gonna is gonna drop after the book release. But that's okay. You can still get your book. You can still get the book, but yeah. I'll be posting on social medias. I'm going to the book launch. Hell yeah, I'm going to the book launch. Pretty excited. Sweet. But it's gonna it's gonna be a cap to his um Thunder Road trilogy. He wrote a Thunder Road trilogy and then he wrote a whole bunch of short stories that have popped up in various publications all over the place where the lightning strikes is that what it's called i think so no, no what it's called. i don't know no that's that's oh. uh what's his name a country singer oh garth brooks i think thunder road thunder rolls <laughs> or thunder rolls yeah thunder rolls lightning strikes lightning yeah. strikes is a metal song i think oh okay maybe it might be that'd be a good mashup anyway so <laughs> Uh, so he he's taken all his short stories and he's put them into one book. So Sweet. now he's got the trilogy and then he's got all the short stories, which is like the fourth book. And then um, I think he's moving on from Thunder Road, which is pretty exciting. It's a great trilogy. I, I have always wanted to get all the short stories together. Mm-hmm. But I didn't buy all the individual publications. It was just, I don't know. Like it was just kind of spread everywhere. It's nice to have a compilation with everything in in one place. Right. So very excited. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Todd. All right. To well, thank you, sir. 400. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just going to hit. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Uh, socials. Sorry. <laughs> uh, at Sean Geek Podcast everywhere on every social media. If we're not on a particular social media, you want us there, let me know. I did the ones I know. And then, of course, the website is seanmcginnity.ca. That's S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y dot C-A. Ribbed for your pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be a T-shirt, maybe. I don't know. So now that I figured out the T-shirt thing, I can probably design a few now, now that I know what I'm doing. Okay. But anyway. All right. Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.